We all face challenges, crucibles in life, that make us or break us. What matters is how we respond to such roadblocks. That's really what defines us. Through inspirational stories from all walks of life, this podcast will provide you with techniques to overcome and grow from life's most challenging experiences. Hello, everybody. I'm Mary Lee Aitahan, coming to you live from the Diva Den Studios in Brentwood, Tennessee, for my podcast, Crucible. You can find me at eightinhandhealthcoaching.com. And if you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. On today's podcast, we're going to learn how to become the best version of yourself by feeding your mind, body, and soul. And you'll get three takeaways. <clears throat> my first point being feeding your body. Your body needs fuel and on-point nutrition, but you are literally what you eat. My second point, rewiring your brain to build new routines and stimulation for a growth mindset. And my third point, feeding your soul. Call it faith, spirituality, or meditation. The truth is that we need to feel fulfilled and satisfied with everything that we do. Joining us to share today is my guest on Crucible and to share his inspirational story of triumph and his crucibles along the way is my good friend, Anthony Smiley. Anthony Smiley is literally Crimson Tide royalty. He has played football as an outside linebacker for the great Bear Bryant from 1980 to 83 and took home an SEC championship in 1982. For one year, he also played under Ray Perkins in 83 to 84. He golfs, I know, with Nick Saban and other famous athletes, coaches, and celebrities. His cousin, shout out to Ricky Smiley. And Anthony is a father and a husband, a man of God. He has a huge love for others, and he literally lights up a room that he walks into with his charisma. And recently, he became a heart donor recipient. So welcome, Anthony. I'm so glad to have you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, good to see you. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. You have such a great story. Um, so um, let's start with my first point, which is feeding your body and how you came to become um, a donor, donor recipient. What, well, uh, my life, uh, when, when I, you know, I was growing up, I was telling you, you know, I, I worked out and always in physical shape and um, uh I was having shortness of breath and, um, the, the, uh, doctors, they did all kinds of tests and, uh, drew blood and come to find out that, uh, you know, I needed a heart transplant. So, um, along with that, uh, getting a heart transplant, I stayed in the hospital for five months, uh, waiting on a heart and they couldn't wait any longer. So they had to, uh, put in an LVAD, which is a pump that keeping you keep you living until you can uh, get a heart. And, you know, a year later, I end up uh, getting a heart. I'm coming up on my anniversary uh, here uh, February the 10th, uh, be oh, three years. Awesome. So you were in the hospital for five months and then you had to wait another year right. after that? Wow. Correct. And do they keep you in the hospital the entire time or did they like let you go? I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they let me, uh, you know, I went back home and, but I kept having all kinds of other problems. So I was in and out of the hospital, but they let you go home with a L bad. And, uh, you know, 
when my heart came, uh, you know, I stayed in the hospital probably another three weeks uh, after I had a heart transplant. Yeah. Well, I can I can only imagine that had your nutrition, your eating habits, all the years of lifting weights. I mean, you have always looked like you're in shape. You've never right. looked. <laughs> you've never yeah. looked any otherwise, you know. But I imagine that had you not kept all of that in check, you know, would they have rejected you as a heart donor, I guess, basically? Yeah, and you're right. Uh, uh, if I didn't work out, I probably wouldn't be here today. Uh, and, you know, like I say, I always try to walk and uh, on the treadmill and, and do exercise. And, and the doctors told me that's what kept me from uh, dying was being in good shape and top shape and, uh, you know, just doing the right things. Yeah, good for you. Well, most people know that they need to do it, those things, but they just don't. I mean, that's been my experience right. as a health coach. And so, you know, congratulations to you for taking charge of your health, you know, and taking, um, taking that back. So um, now that, take me back to your story. You were sharing with me pretty in-depthly about the doctor who said, Oh, I think this is all in your head and maybe you need to see a psychiatrist and right, there's, right. there's nothing really wrong. And, and then yeah. what it was like going through that heart transplant. Yeah. But you know, uh, Mary Lee, uh, it's, I mean, this other, that's why you always get a second opinion, but, uh, you know, I was hard head. I didn't listen to my wife. I, you know, she's a cardiovascular nurse manager, uh, mm. at U UAB hospital. So I went to this doctor that, all my friends and buddy was saying, and he, uh, he was the type, uh, he really didn't know what he was doing. I mean, uh, mm. told me that I need to go see a psychiatrist that, you know, it's, it's really nothing wrong with me, but, uh, mm. you know, I end up, uh, uh, going to UAB. And when I first went in, they drew blood and immediately they told me I needed a heart and they put me in the hospital right away. Wow. Um, and, um, uh, <clears throat> I know that you've met your heart donor parents, yes. right? Yes, yeah, so, I am. So, you know, nobody can see you cause we're doing this on a podcast, but you're, right. you're just, you're just a large, huge buff man. I mean, you were, a, you still look like a linebacker right? and I, so, and I know that with children, like if they're in the NICU, they've got to have a smaller size heart, but was that an issue for you as well to find a heart large enough to for your body type or shape? Yes, it was. Uh, I needed a big heart and my donor was a big guy. And, uh, you know, I thank God for him uh, signing up to be a donor because uh, I probably wouldn't be here today. And, uh, you know, you always, uh, you know, you got different hearts uh, shape, but you know, the funny thing about it too, is I could have got a female heart if it was big enough and, all my buddies was giving me a hard time, you know, about getting a, a female heart that I'm going to be emotional and yeah. be trying on my wife clothes and all that good stuff. So, but, uh, you know, my heart came from LSU. I'm still a Bama fan, but oh. I do, I do have a LSU heart. Uh, well, there you go. And what a blessing for those parents to get to meet you. Yes. You know. uh, and that, and it was great time too. Mary Lee and, and uh, to go to uh, New Orleans to uh, meet his mom and dad. And they had a chance to lay their uh, 
head on my chest to listen to the oh. heart. And, uh, you know, they family. That's that's they part of my family now. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and you'd also shared with me that their son was a drug addict. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. He he um, he died from meth. And two weeks mm. uh, before he died, he went and signed up to be a donor. So I guess wow. he knew his life was, you know, was near. So he. Yeah. He went up and signed and, and I got his heart. And, and you know, today um, my heart is great. Uh, they they constantly, my team of doctors, uh, they constantly check on me and they check on my heart. They they go in and look look at my heart and take pictures and mm. uh, constantly uh, just making sure everything goes accordingly. That's fabulous. So what would you, so to my second point, let me back up a little bit. What would you suggest to people who want to make a plan to be the best version of themselves physically? If you well, just naturally walked, you've always naturally been an athlete, I'm guessing. Right. I have always been an athlete, but, you know, I love to look at my body. Uh, you know, you when you go uh, to the service station, you're pumping gas and it's summertime and, you know, you, sh you got on short sleeves and, you know, and although I'm married, but, you know, women constantly yeah. <laughs> They're looking at, at you. you or, yeah. yeah, you know, and, <laughs> Absolutely. and you know, so, so, you know, and I mean, that makes you feel good. You know, when you walk somewhere and somebody call you muscle man or, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, uh, you know, working out, I think everybody here in America need to do some type of exercise, because if you look around, you know, all these big people. I mean, from men to women and all my other buddies, they have guts and them got big and swollen mm. and, and they swear up and down. I'm on steroids, but you know, uh, I'm just, I just try to live right and do what's right. Yeah. And when you eat healthy and you work out for sure, you know, yeah. you can, you can have that buff body. It doesn't matter what age you are. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah, I think the statistic is something like 72% of all Americans are obese. Yeah, I believe it. You know, the thing yeah. you got to do is go to Walmart and, and yeah. go uh, just go out in public and you see, you know, it's, it's like America, you know, it looked like a bunch of cows running around, you know. Now I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a, and a lot of those people, you know, they've just given up. They've given up on yeah, themselves. Yeah, I look at people differently after becoming a health coach because I've heard their stories of the pain of being, you That's know, right. overweight since they were in grade school and they were bullied for it. And the whole entire mindset of what they believe about themselves is so mm. skewed and so, you know, obviously inaccurate, but they just don't think they can do it. You know, right. so they, they come to me sometimes like, this is the last thing I'm going to try. You know, I've tried every diet. I've tried every program. You know, can you help me? And it's like, yeah, I can. Yeah. If you've but, you, but, you know, the, uh, to that, you, you <laughs> can't give up on yourself. I don't care if you weigh in 400 pounds. Uh, you know, I don't see people, you know, not they don't even do surgery or whatever, but they end up working out, staying focused, doing what they needed to do uh, to lose weight. And, uh, you know, to feel better because working yeah. out makes, I mean, I rarely have a cold or, you know, just some type of Ill, illness uh, because I work out. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense because it is mind, body, soul for sure. Right. Um, 
So speaking to my third point, how do you feed your soul spiritually? Because to me, your whole story is just seeing God open so many doors and crazy timing and, and it all worked out, you know? Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, prayer works. I, I had thousands of people praying for me uh, when I yeah. was in the hospital. I had a lot of love and support. And, uh, you know, always, uh, I, you know, been close to God. But when you land on your back for five months, uh, you get closer to him. And yeah. uh, I always, you know, before I go to work, uh, I got a bunch of uh, uh, religious music and I listen to that before I get, you know, have like a 30 minute drive and, you know, I listen to my church music and, uh, you know, to get my day going, but you know, you always got to be positive and, uh, uh, don't let nobody steal your joy. That's one of my favorites. Don't let nobody Mm. steal your joy. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just be happy because, you know, I'm I'm full of joy. When I walk to work, you know, everybody seemed kind of down and out. And I'm the type, I got everybody fired up and, you know, <laughs> laughing and having a good time. You got yeah. to laugh to enjoy life. If you don't laugh, you know, you, your life's going to be miserable. Yeah, exactly. And, and you are. I mean, I was not lying when I say you walk in a room and you just attract people to you. Right. You know, with that charisma and your humor, and and you are hilarious too. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you are. Um, so, if so, what would you suggest to someone that's struggling with their mindset and their spirituality? Where where would where do you start? I mean, granted, you came to a place of facing death in its face. You know, staring death in its face, and you know, well, you know, you know, God. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you got to love yourself. I don't care, mm. you know, who you are, you black, white, green, it doesn't matter. And loving yourself, you got to love other people, too, and not be so quick to judge. Uh, and I, I came from a great family background that that was truly a lot of love. And and that's 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 why I'm who I am today is because of my parents. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we got a choice. You can wake, you you either wake up and let this be a good day or you can let it be a bad day. You have choices. And, uh, you know, every day I wake up, it's a great day. And regardless, you know, I don't always have great days or good days, uh, but the way you handle it and, and, you know, you turn a negative into a positive. So, um, you know, you just have to love yourself. Yeah, I love that. And you are blessed to have had fabulous parents, you know. Yes, yes. And you have a fabulous family as well. I yes. mean, and Kevin and I were praying for you. We've been praying for you for many years. Right. <laughs> so when all of this started, it was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you were on our prayer list. So right. it, it's such a an honor to get to see you in full living color and, and you look fantastic. So, um, I think your story and your faith are truly miraculous. Right. And, you know, uh, you can, you know, let your, uh, uh, your, your listeners know that they can Google me and, you know, have stuff on Google that talks about, you know, my life as well. 
And, you know, I had a chance to be on the radio uh, up in North Carolina, ESPN, mm. you know, telling them about my story. But one thing I do want your listeners, you know, please be a donor. Uh, you know, you can't take your you can take your organ with, with you to the grave, but you can save other lives uh, by being a donor. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And yeah, I've been one for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know if my family knows that. But um, and so share about what you're doing now. I know you've been speaking. You so you've been on ESPN, of course. Right. And but you do a lot of speaking engagements, I think, yeah. elsewhere. Why don't you just share in details, you know, your details of what it is that you're sharing right. i like i know you shared about the school systems that's where i'm headed you know yeah yeah and i go around and uh talk to kids and most of my, about motivation uh along with with my transplant but i talk about you know life and being positive and hanging around winners uh you know my mm -hmm. father always told me you know you hang around losers that's what you're going to become if you hang around winners that's what you're going to become. So you got choices. So I do go around to churches and different uh, schools and, and speak about life. And, you know, uh, and we we live in one of the, the best country in the world. And, you know, it just breaks my heart that people can't love one another and, and basically uh, just be happy. You know, everybody. My mom used to tell me, Mary Lee, that. Uh, if you put frowns in your forehead, they're going to grow in your forehead. And yeah. that's true. So if you're always walking around with a frown in your face and, you know, and, and when I see people like that, I kind of break the ice with them. I, you know, I said, ma'am, uh, you know, once you get those frowns out your forehead, I said, you know, they're going to grow in your, <laughs> in, they're going to grow like that if you continue. And she, and you should have seen the reaction on her face. She started smiling and, you know, so that looks a whole lot better than walking around with a frown. You know? Yeah, that's a that's a good conversation starter for sure. So, and I love you know, and we are truly you know the sum of the five people that we hang out with the most. And you know, your dad had great advice because yeah, if you hang around with losers, then you get pulled off into their path. That's right. You know, and yeah. that can be a path of destruction or just you know a frustrating path i don't know right not a path to um fulfillment you correct know. so well i sure appreciate you being here today anthony it's been great sharing and hearing about your story and um so many good takeaways um i love of course your positive attitude and you know your choices to have either a good day or a bad day and and even if you feel like you're having a bad day, you know, smile. Yeah, and, um, pick yourself up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but, and, but you, I'm, yeah, and, and can I say this? I'm a, excuse me for cutting you off. No, you're but fine. But I'm going to leave this with you, too. Uh, you know, you, you got to look around at some of the people that are in wheelchairs, don't have limbs, uh, uh, you know, that, that are in worse and off shape than, than we are. I mean, uh so you see them smiling uh, and having a good time. I, I saw a guy, he had both his legs cut off, amputated, and uh, he had a road tied uh, sock uh -huh. wrapped around his, his leg when I was going to rehab. 
And I saw him, he was willing down the hallway. I said, road tide. He all a road tied back. Yeah. You know, and he, he didn't, you can tell he was happy, you know, so everybody's worse off than we are. And, you know, we got everything going for us. You know, we healthy, we uh, walking around, you know, and, and be, being able to enjoy life. And some people can't do that. So, you know, your attitude is your altitude. So, you yeah. know. Amen. That is so that is true. <laughs> altitude. Attitude is altitude. And um, do you have a website then? Or no, just- I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook, uh, Anthony Bruce uh, Smiley. And, uh, and if any of your listeners want me to come and, you know, talk, uh, if I'm available, you know, to that church, I don't charge anything because, you know, uh, God has blessed me. So when he blessed me, you have to give it back to somebody else. Exactly. And that's what I do. And that's what I do at UAB is I go and talk to a lot of the patients that are waiting on some type of transplant because a doctor can't tell them what I can tell. Cause I, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been there and they, they uh, look at me and they give them hope. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Do they ever ask to see your scars? Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, like I say with COVID, they can't, I do it on, uh, uh FaceTime. So, um, but in the past I would go up there and, and uh, talk to young people. You know, I had an 18 year old, uh, weight on the heart and they had to give them an L bad. So by me going up there and talking with them, it makes them feel better, you know, that, that they can relate to me than a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Cause yeah, it's <laughs> like anything, right? It's one thing to, to have lived it. It's another thing to just, you know, be t- preaching it basically. So. Right. Um, right. Before we close, though, share the story of you going to Cincinnati and then you're finding out about your heart. That was incredible. Yeah, that, yeah. So, that, so you're that. at the point where you've been waiting <laughs> this year now for your heart. Right. And, you know, and I had the LBAD. They, they don't want you to travel uh, more than two hours away from the hospital just in case you get a heart and so forth. Or if something go wrong with your LBAD. So me and my, my uncle, he, he doesn't have any uh, siblings and relatives that live up in Cleveland, Ohio. So he passed away and me and my brother was driving up there to Ohio and I was breaking the rules and, and shouldn't have gone up there. But I did. But I haven't heard sure. from I haven't heard from UAB in a year. So uh, we driving and we going through Cincinnati on our way to Cleveland. I get a phone call from uab hospital and they said i'm a smiley this is such and such uh we have a heart for you and you need to be here at six o'clock we stopped in middle of traffic and uh we you know we just we were just in shock my brother said we got to go back we got to drive back and da da this and that so we got to thinking and i said well you know everybody else i, I call my wife and call everybody and my nephew was going to send a plane, private plane, to pick me up. But I said, well, I'm going to uh, just get on the plane in Cincinnati and fly back. So uh, make a long story short, I uh, got on the plane and the plane was uh, delayed uh, for whatever the case may be. So I was going to miss my flight in Charlotte because that's where I was going to 
go to Charlotte and then back to Birmingham. So uh, while I was on the plane, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get there in time to get my heart. So, you know, I'm sitting up there crying. I'm talking about snot coming out of my nose sure. crying. And, oh, I get you know, it. And, yeah. and, 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 and American Airlines, uh, shout out to them. So the stewardess, uh, she came to me and said, sir, what's wrong? And I explained to her what was going on. So she went and talked to the uh, captain of the plane. And the next thing you know, you can feel that plane kicking into another gear. And uh, so we landed and she got on the uh, mic and said, everybody, please sit down. And they left, let me off the plane first. They had a wheelchair and the guy that was uh, pushing me in a wheelchair, he was pushing me so fast. And uh, <laughs> we, and oh. we made it, we made it to the other plane and I made it in time and they kicked it in another gear on their way to Birmingham. And I made it in time to get my heart. And that was by the grace of God and American airlines. Oh, that's awesome. And I think you said you walked into the hospital six minutes before six. Is that right? Yeah, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I sure did. And walked in the hospital and I knew everybody in the hospital. So they were so excited, all the nurses. Sure. And, even the cleaning people and uh it was just just good timing and the next day you know i went in surgery for a 13 hour surgery and the doctor said my chest was one of the hardest chests to crack open and you know mm. i laid i laid in in the hospital for three days after the surgery they kept my chest open they had it covered with plastic and uh uh the next day they sealed up my chest the third day I woke up and uh, they had me walking around the room. Wow. That's amazing. And then you did have complications. You said your lung filled up with blood. And yeah, that, that was before. Oh, uh, before. Yeah, I had okay. that too. Yeah. Uh, just all kinds of stuff that was happening that, uh, you know, just comes with the territory of yeah. trying to stay, stay here. So. Yeah. Well, God has a good purpose for you and a greater purpose for you. So, yeah, I encourage all our listeners to Google Anthony Bruce Smiley, S-M-I-L-E-Y. And, um, yeah, I'm sure there are people that would love to have you come talk to um, their churches, their schools. Hospitals. You know, yeah. Hospitals. Absolutely. Donor recipients, you know, to be so. That's awesome. So thank you again, Anthony. You're you're just an amazing guy, and I've always loved you and respected you. And I know we haven't spent much time together, but I Kevin keeps me up on your family, and and I've tried right. to keep up on Facebook. And your son's doing a fantastic job. Right. You've done such a great job with with AJ. So um, as to be expected, and Candace is yeah. beautiful as well. We'd love to get her on here and tell her story because that's equally as impressive. Yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to share my story. And, and like I say, it's, it's really not my story. It's nobody but God. So mm, that's beautiful. I love you, too. You know, I love yeah. y'all. It's like family. So. I know. Love you, too, yeah. Anthony. Thanks so much. And God bless. All right. You, too. Take care. I'll talk to you soon.